Sometimes I feel so alone, although I've done no wrong. Oh, Lord, stand by me, stand by me. Sometimes I feel so alone, although I've done no wrong. Oh, Lord, stand by me. Please stand by me. Praise song for the caregiver. This poem is for all caregivers who are taking care of someone, whether it's their parents, whether it's an auntie or a cousin. We take the caregivers for granted. And so I wrote this poem as a tribute to the caregiver, Sister Betty Mahon, who took such loving care of my mother. Praise song for the caregiver. Praise song for Sister Betty Mahon. Sister Betty carries the whole race of her people on her hip. Legend has it that as a baby, Sister Betty leaped from her mama's womb and nursed her back to health. When the still-driving man, John Henry, was a crying baby, Sister Betty put him on her knee and cradled him to sleep. Sister Betty's back is broad like a lioness. Her legs are sturdy like a mama bear. Her body is tall and long like a black walnut tree. Sister Betty got more arms than an octopus. She can cornrow Keisha's hair, hem Jerome's pants, iron clothes, water the plants, read the newspaper to Nana, talk on the phone to Sally Bell, shuck corn, and watch Carol's kids all at the same time. Sister Betty is faithful to her church. She's got a pretty sounding voice. She sings in the choir. Pass me not, O oh Jen. Savior, hear my humble cry, while thou art calling, do not pass me by. Oh, she's a good cook. She manages the church kitchen. She is a Sunday school teacher. Sister Betty goes to prayer meeting every week. She takes food to the sick and shut in. She takes folks to the grocery store. And yet, Sister Betty is able to watch her TV shows and play her numbers. Sister Betty has raised her children, helped raise her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren, and a lot of other folks' children. She took care of my mama and just about everybody else's mama and father who have been in need of care in this neighborhood. Sister Betty is the caregiver of her people. Even though she got rheumatism in her knees and arthritis in her shoulders, yet she still carries the race of her people on her hip. Fast forward. Sister Betty got cancer in her hip, y'all. She can't take care of folks like she used to. She told me, oh, how I wish the Lord would just let me get up out of this bed so I could take care of somebody. Her favorite song is, Stand By Me. Sometimes I feel so alone, although I've done no wrong. Oh, 
Stand by me, stand by me. Now, Sister Betty has stood by her community, and now the community is standing by her years later. You know, I talked to Sister Betty the other day. I called her, wish her a blessed birthday. She said to me, Linda, I'm in here cooking. My pot roast is ready. I'm working on the chicken salad and the tuna salad, and my sweet potato pie is in the oven, and the collars are on the stove. Child, I'm 10 years out of being diagnosed and taking all them treatments. The Lord still got me here. <laughs> Lord, what are we going to do without the sister Bettys of this world? You don't make them like you used to. How come, Lord? How come? Sister Betty, we love you. We thank you for you have carried our people on your hip. my mother. I didn't have to worry about a thing. 
Betty would be there taking care of her. She had her grandchildren helping her take care of my mama. And that part is true when I say that Betty had a, had hands like an octopus. Because I called her one day, and Betty was doing about eight things at once. I remember one time, because I was living in Philadelphia at the time, so I would drive down from Philly to Alcoa, Tennessee, sometimes once, sometimes twice a month. And I would take over so Betty could get a break and stay with my mother for a while, and then I would take take care of her. And I would get there, and Betty had stuff cooking in the oven on top of the stove, and she would be baking cakes and pies. And I remember one time she cooked about, oh, my goodness, she must have cooked about five or six pies. So she was always cooking, and she did straighten people's hair because where I come from, people get their hair pressed in the kitchen or in the bedroom, you know, somewhere. And then sometimes when she would leave, when it was time for me to take over, she'd go across the street and she'd clean up uh, Leonard's house. So she would do cleaning and she did all kinds of things. And uh, for years she worked for Dr. Burns. She was the white eye doctor there in the town. And he had about 10,000 patients. I guess he was the only eye doctor in town. He was my mother's eye doctor, too. He was a, a white man. But he took care of everybody's eyes in the town. So she worked for him for a while. And then after she retired from working for him, she just started working, helping, you know, helping others, you know, on her street, on, you know, at her church and, you know, in the neighborhood. You know, she was so talented. And her sister became a nurse. And one of her granddaughters uh, works in the health field as well. So Betty trained, trained them, really. And Betty had enough talent where she could have been a doctor. She could have been a registered nurse. You know, she had that kind of talent. So I'm just crazy about Betty. And she is tall. Betty about six feet tall and very strong, very strong. And she comes from a family, I think it was 12 children. And she had about, I think she had seven children. She got a ton of grandchildren and a ton of great-grandchildren. So Betty is well-blessed. She's well-blessed. And so I wrote that as a tribute to Betty and also, again, as a tribute to all caregivers, all those who are taking care of people. And sometimes when you're taking care of people, you feel that people are just taking you for granted. So I don't want care, caregivers, I mean, caregivers to feel that they're being taken for granted because I appreciate everything that uh, Betty did for my mama and all those who have taken care of me when I was in the hospital. My family, my family are my caregivers now. You know, my husband, my daughters, and my son, they take very good care of me. So I appreciate it. I really do. That's so mm-hmm. beautiful, my mom. It's nothing like uh, to have a mother. I can relate to that in a sense where you have a mother that takes care of you so well and you mm-hmm. finally return the favor and take care yes. of her. It's like, yes. uh, like the circle of life. Yes, yes, it is. The circle of life. You're right about that, Brother Miles. The circle of life. 